Hey, this is Joe Buca with another episode of Man Up, the podcast to help men reject passivity and accept responsibility. Um, got a couple things I want to share with you today. Yesterday was a good but really hard afternoon. Someone that I love that loves me greatly shared some things about my life that were difficult to hear but really significant. Uh, they saw in my life just the way I was treating Emily and and uh, was honest enough to say that they you know saw that I was being abusive in the way I spoke to her, not that I talked to her that I curse at her you know not that kind of thing, but just that I can be very controlling, and my expectations are very can even be perfectionistic, and that many times when i'm challenging or frustrated with Emily, I really um, go too far in the way that I um, repeat myself and in the way that I just kind of drive something into the ground. And there was something Emily had done the night before that was frustrating, and this person saw how I reacted, which I reacted with just not letting up, with just kind of, um, again, just over and over, just telling her, how frustrated I was and 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 doing it in a you know the fact that I was frustrated nothing wrong with that but the way I communicated was very abusive and and this person loved me enough to call me out on it I I knew because they had texted me and said hey they want to talk to me and I knew what it was about because I had done it in front of a few family members and and I think the hardest thing was our little four-year-old granddaughter Molly saw Emily cry and you know she'd never seen Emmy Emmy is what our grandkids call her cry and um and that I was the one that did that to her that I was so harsh and frustrated that I communicated in a way that really crushed her and and I just you know I have a heavy heart I'm sad I am sad because this is an area of my life that I God's clearly put his finger on in my life to to want to love Emily well and be gentle with her, and I was the opposite of being gentle with her that the night before last, and and um, she didn't do anything to deserve me. No one does, but didn't deserve me to be that frustrated. Express the frustration in the way again. It was not wrong for me to be frustrated, but it was just over something that wasn't that big a deal, and yet I didn't. You know, I just didn't let go. And uh, and when she started crying, I realized what I'd done, and you know I, I stopped and 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 apologized. But but I think this has been a recurring thing, and this this person again saw that and just loved me enough to say, hey, you've got to you've got to change. This isn't this isn't healthy. This isn't good. And it really this morning I went for a walk and I listened to a sermon on the in Mark four where Jesus calms the storm. And uh, it was a sermon Dane Ortland at Naperville Presbyterian preach. I, I'm listening to just about everything this guy does now and says and writes. Um, but it was just really convicting. And the story is, you know, Jesus has finished teaching parables. He was teaching from the boat. He, you know, as you would imagine, was was exhausted to the point when they and he told the disciples to go to the other side of the lake. And uh, he fell asleep, and a fierce storm came up, a hurricane-like storm came up, and um, they woke him, roused him, and said, you know, teacher, do you not care that we're going to perish? And it, it was a probably a pretty panicky moment, 
in a moment of great desperation. And then Jesus, if you know the story, he he tells the tells the sea to be silent and and to and to be calm and immediately to be silent and still and immediately almost like he was casting out a demon that the storm just was gone. And then the the funny thing is as if the storm didn't create enough fear in the disciples then the um the aftermath of them realizing oh my gosh or oh my god this is god <laughs> like he who is this that can calm you know and they'd been hearing him teach and everything but they saw him you know they saw him do all these amazing things but when they saw that that he had power over nature they were terrified and and i think the power of that for me is how you know how can i identify how is this passage speaking in my life and then basically when i struggle like i'm struggling right now with just wanting to change wanting to love emily well and and be a kind gentle compassionate husband and realizing in my flesh that i'm everything but that and the desperate need i have for god to transform my heart not just my behavior but transform my heart so that i really can love my wife i i affirmed to her yesterday we had a private moment i just said hey i want you to know how much i love you and how much i i don't want to keep doing what i'm doing to you um and you know she nodded and accepted that apology um but i know that you know only god can really change my willpower can't change me only God can change me. And my willpower can participate in that. I can choose to be consistent and grounded and and uh intentional in demonstrating love, but but I also need the Holy Spirit to give me self-control, the fruit of the spirit, so that I don't react in hurtful, frustrating ways. And um kind of the the bottom line of this story even in Mark 4 is that Jesus has the power to calm the waves and the sea and the wind, he has the power to transform my heart and my life, to uh, help me love her and live with her, as Peter says, in an understanding way, to be gentle with her, to be compassionate and kind, to support her, to affirm her in her identity in Christ. And uh, that's really what I'm entrusting to God to do. Again, I, I share this message with some brokenness, and uh, I'm in process still. It's still pretty raw, but I really am entrusting that God will change me from the inside out and help me love her well. Anyway, I just felt like I needed to share that with you, and it's kind of risky to share this, um, but I just want you to know that maybe many of you can identify with this, and it really does come down to surrendering and asking God to empower us to walk in the Spirit, to live out the Spirit-filled life, to to have the fruit of the Spirit in our lives, not the fruit of our flesh. Uh, anyway, that's my those are my thoughts for today. Thank you for listening.